Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz, Ben Ferguson with you. It was a blowout, Senator, in the Hawkeye State. Donald Trump wins the Iowa caucuses and in no un, unstated terms, a, it was a landslide. It was an incredible victory for him. Uh, and that is uh, brings us to something else that also is going to be a really big deal for Verdict listeners. You have something big to talk about right now. Well, that's exactly right. So you and I are sitting here. It is 1026 p.m. on Tuesday. This podcast will come out early Wednesday morning. So we're a day after Iowa. Listen, the results in Iowa were extraordinary. Uh, Iowa was hotly contested. The candidates spent a lot of time there. They vigorously fought. And, and the results were dominating. Trump won everywhere. He won over 51% of the vote. He beat his closest competitor, Ron DeSantis, by over 30 points. He won 98 out of 99 Iowa counties. The only county he lost is the most liberal county in Iowa, and he lost that vote, that that county, by a vote. It was as dominating a result as there has ever been in the Iowa caucus in anything resembling an open caucus. Uh, As a result, tonight, earlier tonight I went on Sean Hannity, and, and on Hannity, I have endorsed Donald J. Trump for President of the United States. And, and, and I did so because the results of Iowa are overwhelming, and, and, and I believe in democracy. I deliberately stayed out of this race until after the people of Iowa voted. And, and, and the reason is we had a contested race. I, I am friends with multiple candidates in this race. I believe the voters ought to determine who our nominee is. Well, they have. The results were compelling. And so as a result, I have enthusiastically endorsed Donald Trump. I I think it is time for the party to come together. It is time for us to unite because the stakes are so incredibly high. I believe at this point, it is clear who our nominee is going to be. Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. And I think it's critical we win in November. Listen, the forces that are arrayed against Donald Trump 
have never been arrayed against any candidate in the history of our nation. It is extraordinary. Four indictments, the media, the corruption, it is breathtaking. Now, frankly, the Democrats who indicted Donald Trump played a real role in giving him this overwhelming victory in Iowa. And so every one of them, when we're sitting here on January 20th of next year at President Trump's second inauguration, they ought to pause and reflect on, on, on the pivotal role they played in making this happen. That being said, Joe Biden and the Democrats have been a disaster for our nation. The American people are hurting. The people of Texas are hurting, and we need to change the path we're on. And so I've endorsed Trump because I enthusiastically want President Trump to win in November. I want us to change the path we're on, and, and we need to work to make that happen. You, you look at how decisive this victory was, and I want to just really get into the minutia of this for a second. Trump got more votes in Iowa than Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and Vivek combined. Uh, that was such a strong message. He also didn't do any of the televised debates, and, and that's where uh, I was looking at this and seeing it and going, this is a clear message, I think, to Joe Biden and to the Democratic Party that you can come after Donald Trump. You can you can come after him in, in, in legal terms. You can get mug shots of him. You can put things uh, on him that are egregious and absurd. You can have rogue and, and, and disgusting prosecutors like we've witnessed in, in Georgia, for example. And it's not scaring voters away from Donald Trump. How much of, of an important aspect of, of this victory do you think dealt with that, that they said, hey, we're going to take him off the ballot, Colorado uh, and, and all these other states. And the people said, not only are we not going to let you do this, but we're going to stand up by, and we're going to stand behind him. And we're going to send a clear message, I think, to all of these people coming after him. Trump got 51 percent in Iowa. That means he got more votes than everybody in the ballot. He got more votes than Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Vivek. He got more votes than Chris Christie, who's dropped out, added to, to Asa Hutchison, added to Ben Ferguson and Mother Teresa. Add all of them <laughs> yeah. together. Trump got more. And and by the way, Ben, I apologize. I'm sorry you suffered such a crushing defeat. Last I, I just needed the endorsement, sir. I needed that endorsement, but there's right. always four years from now, right? Uh, you, you, you know, the future <laughs> is always there for you. But, but look, at, at the end of the day, as I said, when we're here on January 20th, Alvin Bragg and Fannie Willis and Jack Smith, they ought to remember this moment because they played a pivotal role in, in it happening. And, and look, Americans across this country were horrified at the persecution. The Democrats are afraid. Joe Biden is afraid that if the voters get a free choice, they'll choose to elect President Trump. And as a result, they are abusing the legal process. They're going after him. They're trying to destroy him. And millions of people said, enough is enough. This is grotesque. I'm with him. That's powerful, and, and I understand every bit of it. When you look at where we go next, and, and you've obviously done this as a candidate, explain what's going to happen next, moving from Iowa to New Hampshire to South Carolina, and how quickly you think this could people will coalesce behind uh, former President Donald Trump uh, the same way that you're saying now there's a clear message he's going to be the nominee. But explain the politics of this and now yeah. what will happen in this next phase. Look, I think this race is functionally over. Uh, where we are, Ron DeSantis' campaign depended upon his winning Iowa. He didn't. And he not only didn't win, it wasn't close. He lost by over 30 points. Uh, that That is a crushing blow to that campaign. 
we moved to New Hampshire. New Hampshire is historically a more moderate state. is It is a flinty, independent state. Uh, in New Hampshire, DeSantis's numbers are incredibly low. They're single digits. Chris Christie, who had been polling in the low double digits, is out of the race. Vivek, who had a little bit of support, is out of the race. In New Hampshire, it's basically a two-person race between Trump and Nikki Haley. The current polling shows them pretty close. Uh, Nikki Haley is running as an establishment moderate. That, that, that's the lane she's in. That has always been a lane in the Republican primary. And, and she's consolidated the establishment moderate vote. At the end of the day, I don't know how she'll do in, in New Hampshire. She may do well in New Hampshire because the establishment moderate lane historically has been a sizable lane in New Hampshire. Nationally, establishment moderates are about 30% of the Republican Party. And I got to say, it's just a simple question of math. There is no way 30% beats 70%. And so New Hampshire will see where it is. Nikki Haley will probably do pretty well. I think Trump likely wins New Hampshire, but it may be relatively close. But after that, we're going to go to Nevada. Nevada is, is, is a strange state this year because there's a fight between a, a caucus and a primary, and it's, I think the results in Nevada are going to be a mess this year. So then you will move to South Carolina where the primary is. Now, Nikki Haley is obviously the former governor of South Carolina, but South Carolina is a pretty conservative state. It is significantly more conservative than New Hampshire. Historically, Iowa and South Carolina often vote together, and frequently New Hampshire is an outlier in that. I think it is likely that when we get to South Carolina, Trump will win a dominating victory, that I think he's likely to beat Nikki Haley by double digits, and it could be by 30, 40 points. I think it will be a big victory in South Carolina. And at that point, I think the race is over. Um, we will move on to Super Tuesday. You get a whole bunch of states. It's, it, it's Super Tuesday has sometimes been referred to as the SEC primary. You get a lot of southern states. I think Trump is likely to win across the board on Super Tuesday. And so I think at the latest, this race is over by Super Tuesday. When you look at these other candidates and, and they're now sitting there, there's one big problem, and, and that is raising funds and inspiring people. When you lose and you lose badly, it, you got to try to go back and rally the troops. You got to move on. You got a staff that's been, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the air has been let out of the balloon. You've been doing this now for months on end. And, and you have these types of showings, as you mentioned, with DeSantis and, and Haley, Vivek obviously dropping out. Uh, what are the, what's going through their minds tonight moving forward as well? And, and how much, I guess, leeway should people give? Because you see this online. People are like, yeah. you know, drop out now. It's Trump's, you know, get out of the way. You need to coalesce behind him right now. And if you don't, we'll never forgive you. I mean, we see a ton of that in, in politics. But, but what perspective do, and how long should it take them to kind of get their head around the reality of this? Look, that'll play out in time. I'm, I'm not pressing anyone to drop out. That They're going to decide. By the way, everyone in presidential campaigns drops out for the same reason. They go broke. That ultimately, if you look throughout history, decade after decade, that's when people drop out, when they can't pay their salary anymore, when they can't fly anymore, when they can't put on an event anymore, when they can't run an ad anymore. When they go broke, they drop out. Uh, DeSantis has an enormous problem. He is going to have a massive problem raising money at this point. He will probably raise some money in Florida. So there are a handful of people in Florida. He's still the governor of Florida. 
So if you're a lobbyist in Florida, if you're a big business in Florida, you'll probably still write him a check because when he loses, he's still going to be the governor of Florida. So you don't want to piss him off. So he'll raise a little bit of money from Florida. But if you're not in Florida, I, I, I don't know anyone that's going to write him a check right now. So that's going to be a huge problem. Haley, Haley has had a surge of cash and she'll get a bigger surge of cash. The really? never Trumpers. Wall Street will be enthusiastically behind Haley. The people who hate Donald Trump with a burning passion will be enthusiastically behind Haley. So she's going to get a rush of cash. But at the end of the day, a rush of cash can't buy votes. Jeb Bush in 2016 had a mountain of cash. And at the end of the day, he won zero states. Nikki Haley has a path, I believe, at best to win one state. It is conceivable she wins New Hampshire. I think she probably does, and I think Trump is likely to win New Hampshire. But you can imagine Haley winning New Hampshire. But at that point, the path is over. So I think there'll be a ton of money. And, and once you get the race could be over before Super Tuesday. Listen, if Trump wins, he's won Iowa. If he wins New Hampshire, if he wins South Carolina, it's difficult to see how anyone stays in, in, in the race. Uh, Will it backfire? So, let yeah. me ask you this about Nikki. Do you think it'll backfire that the New Hampshire GOP primary debate has now been canceled? Uh, that after Nikki Haley uh, has pulled out of those debates, it's being reported by ABC News that they have canceled their New Hampshire primary debate after Haley yep. said she won't. Uh, she would only appear if Trump did. The former president Trump has not been part of any of the previous five debates. I can't imagine why he would change his strategy now. No, but no. her dropping out, I, I actually think that could turn off a lot of voters to her in New Hampshire. What are your thoughts? You know, it's a hard dynamic because without Trump there, at this point, Haley debating DeSantis would just be weird because DeSantis, I, I like Ron. He's a friend of mine. He was a great governor of Florida. He still is a great governor of Florida. He doesn't have a path anymore. And, and, and so I get Haley saying, well, why would I debate Ron DeSantis when he doesn't have a path? Her opponent, Haley's only opponent is Donald Trump. And so a debate against anyone not named Donald J. Trump doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That being said, from Trump's perspective, why on earth would he debate Haley? I mean, he's I think he's won this race. That's why I've endorsed him. I, th I think it is functionally over and I want us to win in November. And I got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable, very comfortable with that endorsement. Look, there are things Trump says and does that I don't like that I disagree with. That's been true forever. But if I compare the record of Donald Trump as president to the record of Joe Biden as president, it's not even close. Uh, under the former, the benefits for the people of Texas and the American people were massive. We had prosperity. We had a secure border. We had peace worldwide. Compared to under Biden, we have skyrocketing inflation. We have crime out of control. We have the worst illegal immigration in the history of our country. We have the biggest war in Europe since World War II. We have the worst war in the Middle East in 50 years. On any measure, Trump's record is massively, massively, massively better than Joe Biden's. And, and so that, for me, makes me very comfortable. I want us to win in November. We need to defeat Joe Biden and the cultural Marxists who've taken over our, our, our federal government. 
For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, I mean it. They are the only one. Patriot Mobile is a fabulous supporter of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with them. And I have been now for almost a decade. Patriot Mobile offers you as a conservative two things that are going to be very important. Number one, dependable nationwide coverage giving you the ability to access all of the major network towers that you're using right now, which means you get the same coverage that you've been accustomed to, but the most important thing is without funding the left. Now, when I say find the left, you may say, what do you mean? You may not realize just how much Big Mobile actually hates you and your family values, your faith, and how much they're giving to Planned Parenthood. That's why I switched to Patriot Mobile. And when I look down at my phone, I see Patriot up in the upper left-hand corner. And I know that every time that I'm sending a message, every time I'm on that phone, I am supporting with my dollars an organization that supports free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, as well as our military veterans and first responder heroes. They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, which makes switching easy. I just had to switch over a phone the other day. It was easy. When I say easy, I mean easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number you have right now. You can keep your same phone you have in your hand or upgrade it to a new one. And their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Now, when you pay your bill, that's when the real magic happens. They take a percentage of that bill at no cost to you. And they give it back to the conservative causes that I just mentioned. So you're making a difference and standing with your values instead of giving your money to companies that literally hate what you believe in. So make the switch by going to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. That's patriotmobile.com dot com slash verdict or call them 972 patriot that's 972 patriot get free activation when you use the promo code verdict join me and make the switch today patriotmobile.com slash verdict that's patriotmobile.com slash verdict or 972 patriot senator i also want to ask you about the issues every election cycle presidential specifically you have certain themes and you have certain issues that get and drive voters to the polls as a candidate you got to make sure you're hitting those issues and and when you look at what this overwhelming victory in iowa means for donald trump it means he's talking the right issues when you look forward i i think it's clear it's the economy stupid it's uh the, the worries about inflation it is the worries about high interest rates it's the worries about national security and it's still going back to what actually made his campaign explode in 16 build the wall i mean th- there is a, a national security aspect to the open borders and the chaos down there if he goes back and stays on these issues, yes, which which he's been doing so far pretty well, this seems to be what this election is going to be about. Is were you better off then than you are now under Joe Biden's America? Yeah, there, there are two massive issues in this election. Number one is jobs in the economy, and jobs in the economy are always front and center in any election. As you noted, James Carville famously put it in Bill Clinton's election: "It's the economy, stupid." Like people care about jobs, they care about their family, they care about their income, they care about paying the bills, they care about their children, they care about their future. And the economy, Joe Biden is driven into the ground. The inflation is hurting everyone, whether you're buying food, whether you're paying for electricity, whether you're paying for the health care, whether you're paying for gasoline, everything, the cost has gone up and people are hurting. People are really unhappy. They're feeling the pain. 
the, the second issue that resonates powerfully is safety and security. And people want, want to be safe. They want their families to be safe. They want their wives, their children to be safe. And under Joe Biden, people's safety and security has been seriously compromised. And, and that's a combination of multiple issues. That's a combination of crime. Crime skyrocketing everywhere as Democrats have assaulted the police, attacked the police, and stood with violent criminals against law enforcement. That has made all of us less safe. You combine that with illegal immigration, and people don't like the chaos. They don't like all of the horrors that are unplaying, but they also don't like the threat to their families and their children. That illegal immigration, that bringing in criminals and murderers and, and gangbangers and, and MS-13 and terrorists to this country, the danger that provides. And you put on top of that the wars that we have, the war in Ukraine, the war in Israel, the, the exposure we have to a major terrorist attack in the next year, which I think is massive. And people feel, they feel afraid. They feel afraid for their safety and security. And I think those two issues, jobs in the economy and safety and security, are going to dominate this election. And on both of those, the Democrats are a train wreck, and Trump's record objectively is massively better. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got to ask you one other thing about this real quick, and it's going to make you laugh. I have a feeling I, I'm going to know something, and this rarely happens, that you don't know. 
In the odds in Vegas, the odds makers today, Senator, added a name to the list of prospects who you can bet on to become president of the United States of America. Do you know who they added today? Benjamin Ferguson. Right in the now. President Ferguson, I look forward to visiting your giant block of cheese in the West Wing. (laughs) Close, but my name is still not where the odds makers. It is none other than Michelle Obama. They are taking official bets now. The odds makers that Michelle Obama could become president of the United States of America. This after the Iowa caucuses, they update their list. Her name has now officially been added. Uh, it is ahead, by the way, of people like uh, uh, Kennedy uh, Jr., for example. And and it's ahead of, of I'm, I'm trying to remember, they had somebody else on there. Oh, it was a, it's ahead of the, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, the odds makers are saying Michelle Obama out of nowhere. She's not running. Right. But we've been we've been saying this on verdict. Uh, Are you a little surprised by this? No, I'm not. And, And listen, remember, verdict, this podcast predicted it first. Now, I still don't think it's greater than 50 percent that Michelle is is the Democrat nominee. But as I said recently, I think on last week of the week before his podcast, I think it's probably 55-45 that it is Joe Biden versus Michelle Obama. I think it is almost a coin flip. And I think Gavin Newsom has a 0% chance. I think there's no other Democrat that has a chance. It will be one of the two. We said this early, Franklin, we said this early. um, You saw folks in the media kind of say, okay, this is an outlandish theory. Who are these crazy loons, Cruz and Ferguson, that are pitching this? And to be clear, I want to be unambiguous. I do not want to see a nation where Michelle Obama is our president. I think she is extreme left. I think her policies would be worse than Joe Biden. But I think Democrats are scared. They're scared that Donald Trump will win. They recognize Joe Biden is a liability. They're looking to get out. And I think the only parachute they see is Michelle Obama. And so that that concern is real. And I think it's growing every day. Uh, the odds, just so you know, Donald Trump is 11 to 8 now. Uh, and, and the best odds you can get, Joe Biden is 9 to 4, Nikki Haley 14 to 1, Michelle Obama 20 to 1, and Gavin Newsom 25 to 1. So for all of those that thought that that was a crazy idea, they're now taking that bet in Vegas. Uh, it, it, is, it, is, it is very interesting to see how quickly her name after that interview, which we talked about a week ago here, uh, where she did yep. that sit-down interview and, and said it keeps her up at night wondering who's going to be leading this country and we need a strong and powerful leader she was talking like a candidate they obviously have noticed it as well and now you can officially take that bets with the odds makers there it's 2024 and a lot of us are trying to get our finances in order there is some great news for homeowners interest rates have dropped and are now in the fives A lot lower than they were last year. And if you've been buried in high-interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free. American Financing can help you access the cash in your home to pay off your high-interest debt. Last year, their salary-based mortgage consultants helped customers save an average of $854 a month. That's like giving yourself a $10,000 raise. What a way to start the new year. And if you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. Call American Financing today, 888-675-4090. That's 888-675-4090. Or online at AmericanFinancing.net. 
MLS 182334MLSConsumerAccess.org, APR for rates in the five start at 6.406% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 888-675-4090 for details about credit costs and terms. Senator, I want to turn to something else real quick, and it's another issue that uh, you're not going to hear about probably anywhere, uh, but here, and you might see it on Fox, Hunter Biden is back in the news, barely, keyword, barely, uh, and the Washington Post, Matt Visor tweeted this out saying in a new court filing, the Department of Justice said they pulled Hunter Biden's gun from evidence in 2023 and found a white substance on the leather gun pouch. An FBI chemist determined it was cocaine. To be clear, quote, investigators literally found drugs on the pouch where the defendant has kept his gun, uh, and yet no one's talking about cocaine found on the leather pouch of the president's son's firearm. Really? So, look, Hunter Biden is a world of trouble. Anyone who pays attention knows that. Um, This filing this week from the Department of Justice was really stunning. It is a felony. For someone who has a substance abuse problem, for someone who's using illegal drugs to have a firearm. Here's what the Biden Department of Justice said in their written brief filed in court. I just want to read this. It is the following paragraph. Title, cocaine was found on the defendant's brown leather gun pouch. Here's what the paragraph says. In 2023, FBI investigators pulled sealed evidence from the state police vault to take photographs of the defendant's firearm, the defendant being Hunter Biden. After opening the evidence, FBI investigators observed a white powdery substance on the defendant's brown leather pouch that had held the defendant's firearm in October 2018. Based on their training and expertise, investigators believe that this substance was likely cocaine and that this evidence would corroborate the messages that investigators had obtained, which showed the defendant buying and using drugs in October 2018. An FBI chemist subsequently analyzed the residue and determined that it was cocaine. To be clear, investigators literally found drugs on the pouch where the defendant had kept his gun. Now, look, this is reminiscent of Bob Menendez having evidence in his closet of a jacket with the U.S. Senate seal on it, with the name Senator Menendez typed on it, with a packet of $10,000 in his pocket, with the fingerprints of the Egyptians who allegedly bribed him in his pocket. Like, like I, I got to tell you, I've practiced law a lot of years. You don't get evidence like this. You don't get evidence that ties every piece of it together. The fact that Hunter, his gun case had cocaine on it, and the FBI has determined, yep, that's cocaine on his gun case. The felony is possessing a firearm while using illegal drugs. Your gun case has cocaine on it. I don't care how bad a lawyer you are. That ain't hard to prove. And, and, and let's be clear. The Biden DOJ was prepared to give a sweetheart deal to Hunter Biden, give him a slap on the wrist, and have him serve zero, not a moment, of jail time until they got caught at it. And so this evidence 
By the way, while they knew that the crime they committed, which is a felony, uh, lying on this uh, on this yep. form to buy a gun while yes, you're under yes, this, yes. Like, there's there's I mean you can't make Notice it up, Senator. Cocaine on the pouch of the gun. How much easier would it be for you to have a case than this? Look, I want to say something original that's never been said before. Cocaine. She don't lie. She don't lie. <laughs> Cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome to your DOJ right now. If you're the president's son, you can have cocaine on your gun, and they still will try to give you a sweetheart deal to cover but, it but up. By it the is- way, but Ben, don't forget the mystery of the century. The Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, the entire amassed forces of the federal government cannot figure out who left a packet of cocaine in the White House with cameras everywhere and security guards everywhere. It's I- a mystery. Who the hell can figure it out? And his name might rhyme with Bunter Hyden. All right, I can, I can, I can ask this because it's a podcast, so I can use this word. So I'm going to use it. Which one? And we'll end with this. Center pisses you off more that they can't figure out whose cocaine it was in the White House, or that they can't figure out who leaked uh, the decision coming out of the Supreme Court on Roe v. Wade. So let me break those down. And I, I actually, I'm joking with the Bunter Hyden thing, but as I we said <laughs> in a previous podcast, and go back, I actually don't think it's Hunter Biden's cocaine. Really? Okay. Because, and we talked about this, right? Oh, that's right. Because I I believe it totally is. No, it's not. Because the place it's at is where the staff goes in and out. I think it's a staffer. I don't know if it's the chief of staff or the deputy chief of staff or a senior official. But it's an employee and probably a senior employee, although I don't know that, of the Biden White House. Because Hunter Biden, as, as the presidential son doesn't go through the staff entrance to the West Wing. I go through there all, or I used to, I haven't been there in years, but when Trump was president, I went through there all the time. That's where staff goes in and out. It's not where the first family goes in and out. And and so I actually think the cover up there is they are hiding for a staffer who was dumb enough to bring his or her cocaine into the White House. So I, I was being a smart ass saying, saying it was Hunter Biden's, but I actually don't think that's Hunter's. I do think the cocaine on his gun pouch was Hunter's, but that's that's a different thing. Between the two, it's not even close in terms of what the public consequence is, which is the leaking of the draft opinion from the Supreme Court was consequential at historic levels. It undermined the rule of law. It undermined the Supreme Court. And I think it is an absolute outrage that they have not tracked down and prosecuted the person who did so. So between the two, it's not even close. But but. I got to say more broadly on on the cocaine issue, look, this DOJ filing illustrates that that the evidence against Hunter is compelling. It's overwhelming. And mind you, the the Biden DOJ has let the most serious offenses, has let the statute of limitations expire. They're trying to let him off. Remember, 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 we said this in our last podcast, the target of this investigation, if you're looking at the public interest is not and should not be Hunter Biden. The guy is is a poor, sad sack who's got enormous problems. But the reason this is a matter of public import is because Joe Biden, Daddy Biden, who's the president of the United States, has now years and even decades of history of corruption, of selling official favors for millions of dollars going to his family. And, and so this filing from the Biden DOJ just shows They've got the evidence like crazy, and yet they're bending over. I want to ask you, Ben, do you think, all right, you own a gun store. Yeah. I I want to ask you a question. At your gun store, 
if the FBI came in and found cocaine on a brown leather package that was holding guns, what do you? Th- how do you think they would treat Ben Ferguson? Uh, I would be in jail, and, and it would, would be bad. Yeah, it, yes. w- it wouldn't even be up for debate. That like not close. Like sing, sing. Don't bend over for the soap, Ben. Nice to know you. I'll write you a letter. I'll bake you a cake and put a file in it. Yeah. And that and that would be how they would treat, I think, pretty much anybody that doesn't have the connections that he has. Now, if your name were Benjamin Biden, by the way, you would be driving a sweet car. You might have a private plane. You would be living life well because you'd be able to sell favors from daddy. Yeah. It's nice to be the last name. I have the last name Biden. That's all they can say. It'll be interesting to see what they do now with this coming out. As Mel Brooks said, it's good to be the king. It's good to be the king. Don't forget, we do the show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Please make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button, especially if you're on Apple listening right now. you got to check and make sure that you hit it regularly for your favorite podcast uh, because they've changed those algorithms there. It's frustrating. I know a lot of Verdict listeners. Make sure you do that uh, as we do the show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We have a recap on Saturday. And on those in-between days, uh, make sure you download my podcast, the Ben Ferguson Podcast. I'll keep you up to date on the latest breaking news and the center i will see you back here on friday morning i'm hannah storm and my new podcast nba dna with hannah storm chronicles my six decades in professional basketball from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports tv's first female broadcasters Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.